Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we discuss Cocaine Bear's successor, Crackoon, the results of my boat trip foot peel, the new birthday meal for Grimace at McDonald's, Evie Oddly vs. Drag Race producers, and the latest all-stars drama with Heidi and Jimbo. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Hi, Corey. Hi. Hi. Hi, Hi. sweet cheeks. Are my cheeks sweet? Which cheeks oh are you talking gosh. about? Your butt cheeks. They're giving, they're giving Hawaiian roll. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet! Yum, 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 yum. I've never had a compliment about my butt. You know what? I take it back because it didn't come from a place of honesty. I don't know the taste levels of your butt. I don't know the sweetness, the sourness. Maybe it's even giving umami. Yeah, all the flavor profiles. What do you think is the flavor of your butt? I don't what? know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> did you ever lick your own butt? No, no, I didn't. But I did see a TikTok recently of a man with his hands down his his woman's butt in her pants. And then he pulls her his hand out. She turns around and she sniffs his hand. And they're like a middle-aged you know, Midwest couple. Freaky like, deaky. Oh, freaky deaky time, indeed. I was like, damn, ass is on the menu. She sniffed her own. She made the stink. She sniffed the stink. Exactly that. Exactly that. Hey, we survived <laughs> the boat trip. Last week we said we were leaving for a boat trip. Um, you had already done the houseboat of Lake Shasta. Yeah. But, not, with, but not with my crew. No, it was... I've been there, done that. Well, how did how did it go this time? I didn't go down the slide. No? I don't think I've ever gone down that slide. Ever? Ever. Hmm. Something about it. Um I, I they say it has like a water stream going down it so it lubes it up for your body but something about it feels like uh the plastic version of a rug burn what is that mm, burn burn like, burn burn <laughs> plastic burn like I, like i'm gonna get stuck like i don't want to get stuck well i it's think giving that guy that got sucked up the willy wonka tube and he gets stuck i don't want to i don't want that to happen to me i think sl those slides are made out of fiberglass Fiberglass. What is fiberglass <laughs> since you asked? Fiberglass is a compound and of it's fibers giving and glass. glass. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Actually. Well uh, what is a papadilla? I don't know. Well I was I was Googling the cool ranch papadilla at Papa John's. What is Okay, what's a papadilla? It's a it's a delicious pizza sandwich calzone combo. 
What's so my it's a flat secret? Bread sandwich <laughs> slash calzone. What's your secret, Corey? What's my secret? And then oh. I and then I just throw up a full calzone. Ah, uh, I. You know what? I haven't had a calzone since maybe I was thirteen. What's my secret? I've been drinking <laughs> the, the non-potable water. <laughs> okay. Wait, you? Well, you haven't what? had a calzone since you were thirteen. And I'm thinking the papadilla is my, you know, my big toe back in the water. What about when people say a calzone and they call it a calzoni? Okay, nobody's done that. <laughs> nobody's done that. Uh, baby, I will. I wish you could call a pizza place on, live on the air right now and be all, hey, do people ever accidentally order a calzone and call it a calzoni? I bet you they the, would say all the time. Ring them up. Get them on the line. <laughs> Ring-a-ling. Ring-a-ling. This is at Papa John's. You think people call Papa John's and ask for a calzoni? Absolutely. Hmm. Well. Italian okay. words are hard. <laughs> DJ Khaled is the face of the Cool Ranch um, <laughs> Papadilla at Papa John's. Okay, hold on. Cool Ranch Doritos Papadilla featuring Papadilla. DJ Khaled? <laughs> another, By DJ Khaled. Another, another one. one. <laughs> another one at Papa John's. Can yes. you explain to me the Papadilla one more time? I was not paying attention. <laughs> it's a delicious pizza sandwich calzone combo. And it's got what? Cool Ranch dust? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Cool Ranch. Yes. Yes. They wish they were Taco Bell. They wish they were giving Doritos Locos Tacos. I, I don't really like a pizza sub. I'd um, rather have pizza. Like a pizza sub? No. I would. It's kind of like a hot, a hot, a, a, a meatball sub is what that is, right? Well, they probably have both. You I ever, like a meatball. You ever get the pepperoni at Subway? No. Well, you know I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Did you ever when you were a non-vegetarian? You're uh, also no. babe, you're also a flexitarian. What's it called? That is so true. Well, I I, I, I try my darndest to I saw you eat turkey two days ago. And I was trying my darndest. <laughs> I was trying I was on a houseboat with limited protein. All right, all right. Is, you am I am I wrong? You could have eaten this ass. Yeah, well, it wasn't <laughs> on the menu. Hey, guess what is on the menu? Ass. Close. Pride um, Month. It's <laughs> close. It's Grimace. Do you know who Grimace is? Yes, Grimace is the purple one from McDonald's. The McDonald's <laughs> Ultra Verse. What's it called? Oh. Metaverse. The, the no, McDonald's. The, the McDonald's Cinematic Universe is what I was trying to say. Grimace. It's his birthday. Today? I don't know. Grimace is um, a Gemini? June 12th. Okay. So is that is, is that Gemini season? Yes. We are in the well, it's, thick of Gemini season and I'm not loving it. Oh. <laughs> um, well, it's his birthday coming up and to celebrate, they have the new Grimace birthday meal. Are you going to get it? <laughs> what is, not me giving updates to are every you? Uh, yeah, fast like, food restaurant you went to every online menu possible to see the new additions let's see what's new let's see what's, what's new. Grimace what is got, Grimace he's like a purple kind of blobby USA Today calls him bulbous is that shade uh, let me google his species what species is Grimace he is a purple, large, anthropomorphic being of indeterminate species with short arms and legs. He's slow-witted. Damn. They Damn. call him dumb and thick? <laughs> he's short, but he's thick. <laughs> I hear that. Hell yeah, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, you, he has a grandpa named Winky. Now I'm deep in his Wikipedia page. Do any women... <laughs> Do any women be alive in his cinematic yes. universe? He has an unnamed mom, an unnamed dad, a grandpa named Winky, a great-great-grandma named Jenny, and a possible brother named King Gonga, who rules over all the grimaces. Damn. This is all from the VHS series, The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. That backstory. Come on, plot. Was Grimace given up for adoption because he was so stupid and <laughs> short-legged? Maybe. And bulbous. Should you be Grimace for one of your Halloween costumes this year? 
Um, <laughs> that actually is an easy transformation, I think. If I if I do if I just close the gap from my shoulder to the top of my head, it's giving grimace. He's got the ultimate shoulder pads. He doesn't have a neck. Grimace doesn't have a neck. Why not? Well, because he doesn't know his parents. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. He says the word duh before every sentence. I didn't know that. Well, no wonder. You learn something new no every day. No wonder he's dimwitted. Well, he's a Gemini. Anyway, for his birthday, you can get his new birthday meal, which is 10 nuggets or a Big Mac, fries, and a, a purple berry flavored shake. I still haven't had Wait. the the, the St. Patrick's Day shake or the, the strawberry frosty from Wendy's. I would actually get this purple berry grimace shake. That is Well, it's only while supplies last, so you better hurry. Only on the day of his birth? Only at participating restaurants while supplies last. I don't know if it's only on his birthday. Damn. Yeah. You think I can get that Uber Eats delivered? Maybe. They if they were smart, yes. Hey. Yeah, it starts on <laughs> six twelve. <laughs> he said, "Wanna come to my party?" He said, the, "Duh." The I think he should have said, "Duh." Wanna come to my party? <laughs> finally, got my own grimace meal and purple shake. <laughs> okay. Did he work. say "duh" before any of that? No. So what's the truth? Well, maybe he's improved his vocab. Hey, are you done talking about hey. grimace? <laughs> I guess. Hey, remember when you were telling me about how people people are all, oh, why are there no cell phones in dreams? Uh-huh. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? So people on the internet are like, why are there no cell phones in our dreams? It's a conspiracy, blah, 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 blah. And I, they haven't really dug any deeper than that, as far as I can tell, other than like um, just saying that with no evidence that there are no cell phones in our dreams. Because either they don't remember a cell phone in their dream, slash they have no access to the full archive of all dreams of all time. So shut the fuck up. Well, baby, guess who had a cell phone in their dream? Probably everyone. Me the other night after you told me this story. So what does that make me a witch? I don't know. Maybe it just makes you just kind of normal and of present day. There I was dreaming about being in an Uber and I kept trying to change and update the address with my phone. And it was like my fingers were too fat and I kept typing the wrong address and then the Uber was like, dude, where are we going? And I was like, hold on, let me just update that for you. But my phone was sure as fuck was there. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I thought you might need to report back to your people. That's nuts, man. Send me <laughs> my people. They're not my people. Send me one of the TikToks from one of these dum-dums and I will get all up in their business about, oh, wanna hear a dream I had Sunday night? Okay, so this tweet says, how is it 2023 and nobody come up with a satisfying explanation as to why cell phones never show up in our dreams if we're using them for 12 hours a day? Bitch. I think, I think this person is just kind of like extrapolating their own personal experience. Link me. I have a and thing to tell her or him on, or them. On, oh, yeah. It has 40,000 retweets here. Well, I will get in there and I will be all, guess who had a dream? <laughs> <laughs> Not you ruining ruining their theory, just, just from personal experience. Guess who? I've got the new dream speech, bitch. And it's all, guess who had a dream? Uh, I don't know. Hey, guess whose dream is finally coming true? <laughs> Grimace? <laughs> no, Bonnie McKee. Why? Full studio album? full studio album that's been locked first of all tell the people who bonnie mckee is well bonnie mckee is is a singer songwriter who most famously is known for writing the majority of the hits on um katie perry's teenage dream i think she wrote yes. some on prism too honestly my facts aren't all facts but um i know she worked on teenage dream and i know she has an amazing song herself called what is it? American Girl? <laughs> American Girl. Well, she um, she said in a tweet, some things will haunt you, and this album was one of them. I locked it away for a decade thinking nobody wanted it. 
But that little voice inside me kept singing and against literally every one of the industry's advice, I said, fuck it, I'm putting it out for you guys, for myself. What's the date? I don't know, soon. Okay. It's bye. coming. So will you be listening? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's she's the songwriter behind a lot of, uh, I would say, the majority of Katy Perry hits. Or the reason Katy Perry was able to splash into the scene. I don't know if like her recent hits have been Bonnie McKee. But most of the things you know from um, uh, Katy were her. And I loved American Girl. That was a hit. List of songs written by Bonnie McKee. She's written for Kelly Clarkson, Katy Perry, Kesha, Adam Lambert, Tayo Cruz, Chainsmokers, Britney Spears. Yeah. Rita Ora. <laughs> oh. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ava Max. I will be listening. I'll be listening. I, w- I wonder um, if uh, they're all songs from 10 years ago or if it's just 10 years of songwriting that have ac- accumulated to now. Because if it's all from 10 years ago, if is, is it going to sound like Teenage Dream vibes or is she going to give us something fine, fresh, fierce, new? Carly Rae Jepsen, Leona Lewis, Ellie Goulding, Charlie Puth. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be listening. I'll give it a stream. I'll listen. I will for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. (laughs) Good for her. Good for her. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else, so finding the perfect place is easier than ever, and so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom, and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner, and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it, no. You're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hey, um, you know what we didn't talk about about the boats? About the boat up, the boat, the boat date, the boat up, oh, sound it out, the boat update, the <laughs> I, houseboat. I thought you were just <laughs> chirping in a squirping. <laughs> I thought you were doing uh, a skit. I was scatting, actually. And? Well, I, so last week, I, I told everyone that I tried your foot peel. <gasps> yes. Listen, I got a text question from a listener wondering about this foot peel and where they could get one themselves okay well are you gonna post it on the discord i will oh my god we should have all coordinated a foot peel there's still time i got the two pack i can i think i'm gonna do it again i still have my my mine too so i guess they could coordinate with me i guess you're the only one left out of this party what do you mean i still have mine and i can do it too are your feet still peeling um, no, but for the people at home, would you say I timed it perfectly <laughs> or terribly for our boat trip? Listen, I'm pretty sure I gave you the story about me using the foot peel before going to Palm Springs and then my feet shedding the entire time I was in Palm Springs with my gaze. And I think you didn't. I think it went in one ear and out the other because 
You wore socks on the boat all weekend. <laughs> I was, I I was skinny dipping with only socks on. <laughs> I said <laughs> splish splash. Actually, uh, I um uh, I yeah I was chunks were falling off. When you said chunks, yeah, you were not lying. You want a thick ass callus gone? Ch -ch check it out. <laughs> However, I will say at the at the end of the instructions it says. Now, um, if you still have more that you think can come off, feel free to use the second one as soon as your feet stop peeling. Are so you? I think I'm ready. I, I'm ready to dive back in. I've, my, I told my, you, my big my big callus is not demolished yet. Well, we won the battle. We have not yet won the war. I think that's more of a surgical endeavor. Uh, kind of, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who hasn't had a callus surgically removed from the bottom of their foot? Have you? No. Oh, even as a runner. See, that's why I'm like, what am I up to? It's not like I'm tap dancing. <laughs> Maybe you are. I've heard you really thud around. You really I got my sleep heavy. <laughs> I tap dance in my sleep. Court. Hudson told me, and I said, oh, my bad. <laughs> don't be talking about sleep unless you want to hear the rest of my dreams from the week. <laughs> Hey, speaking of tap dance, um, can we talk about the snatch game of love? Yeah, you want to go? Okay. We haven't talked about All Stars Eight in a while. Uh, we can. I mean, should we save it for the end of the pod? Because I still have a few other things to discuss before we get into drag. We could probably. Territory. I've got some things to say. I've got anything some... else you need to cover? There's an Alphaba American Girl doll. Will you be purchasing? Oh my god! Hold on. I have to read you. I think I've <laughs> talked about this before. My mom. Maybe bullying children runs in the family because my mom hates nothing more than an American girl doll. Okay. Why? She's a hater. I don't know. She, I, and I sent her, she just hates them. And I sent her a TikTok uh, of somebody who had like a bunch of American girl dolls and they were doing like a voiceover for them. And it was funny, but I knew my mom would hate it because there were like eight American girl dolls in it. And my mom replies, American girl dolls are anything but cute yep. and i said i know that's why i sent you this tiktok lolol and she said i hate him <laughs> well there's a new alphaba one for 79 dollars. is it green in, she is in a black and rainbow iridescent can you link um, me yes absolutely <laughs> uh with a with a witch hat on top and she comes with a little broom which hat is she wearing a witch hat which which hat? hat? Witch Why hat. is she not green? And she has a cape. You know what? I think that's the only thing wrong with this. This is, is stupid. This is stupid. This is like they took one of the other girls, dressed her up in a costume, and now they're like mm. re they're like reselling Becky under the name Alphaba. Absolutely, absolutely. You're right. I see it. I feel it. And it's actually, I find it to be wrong. <sighs> oh yeah, it's Cavi. Her name is Cavi. Her favorite musical is Wicked. And she can't believe she finally gets to see it on Broadway with her grandmother and two best friends, Perry and Sophie. This is like, you know, in recipes, when you Google a recipe and it gives you like a full essay about 9-11 and a woman in her neighborhood before they even get to the ingredients. Yeah, that's what it's giving me right now. She got the wicked costume, alphaba, black lace top, high neckline, rainbow underlay, lace ruffles at the shoulder, wrists, a broom with a handle. Damn. You can <laughs> honestly, I so I have one doll in my possession. <laughs> what is it? Tiffany. Tiffany from um, Chucky. Oh, I thought you had the one American girl doll. Well, she is a little American girl. Wait a second. What a second. I'm on the American Girl Doll website looking at every name because I know they have stupid names too. Looking at every okay. name of every American Girl Doll ever and I came across an American Boy Doll. Ooh. And his name, oh, they're doing that. And his name's Logan Everett, which I'm pretty sure is a Sean Cody star's name. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, maybe good for them they're they're branching out and i hope everyone feels represented by american child 
Oh my God. They all have first and last names. Okay. Continue. And backstories and grandmas and best friends they go see Wicked with. They all, yes. Yeah, well, do you want to know more? Somebody's ab- feeling creative. You want to know more about Logan Everett? No. He, sure. he is a boy who becomes part of a music duo with a girl named Tenny and learns the importance of teamwork and dedication all while dealing with the absence of his dad at home. What? Jesus. <laughs> Logan has brown hair, gray eyes, light skin, and the Kaya mold. I don't know what that means. Logan is the first American girl boy doll. Logan was released February of 2017. Oh, Good for him. And then he got shit on for a whole nope. year and then they retired him in 2018 bullied for not Damn. having a dad at home been there hey are you gonna see crackcoon <laughs> what uh <laughs> crackcoon what's crackcoon hell cocaine, cocaine bears be- uh, play cousin crackcoon crackcoon <sighs> okay the 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 subheader is crack kills when a synthetically altered street d- drug is discarded in the woods, the fallout proves nothing less than horrific when an innocent raccoon eats it, transforming it into a nightmarish killing machine. This is exactly the plot of Cocaine Bear. Mm, come on, Crackoon. Actually, isn't Crack... Um, Whack? Like, yes, in yes. fact, it is. <laughs> no, I, I don't know much about drugs, but is Crack evil Coke? That's always been my perception. I don't know. I don't know either. Can anybody chime in? <laughs> anybody out there know? Don't test it. I will be seeing Crackoon because I loved Cocaine Bear. Well. And I, I and I will be defending Cocaine Bear until the day I die because every time it comes up in conversation, groups scoff. <laughs> and I, I'm here to say, you know what? You're not above it, and you you'll be laughing too. Ferris Ju- ferret jeweler's gay scoff. Not a not a ferret. Cracoon jeweler's gay scoff. Hey, speaking of animals, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hear? What's coming in the new iOS update later this year? No. What a voicemail. Um, FaceTime voicemails. What does that have to do with animals, you dumb bitch? Because only an animal would do that. Only an animal would be Apple, a fool enough. Apple has announced with the new update of their phone, they will stop changing fuck to duck via autocorrect. Oh my. Now, tell me that ain't Pride Month um, karma. <laughs> Goodwill. You, uh, Good juju. Uh, how often are you typing duck? No, no, no. You're typing fuck. How often are you typing fuck? I have a friend who types fuck to me all the time via text, and it changes it to duck every time, and he never fixes it. I, I feel like I have not had this issue in years. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just special. Maybe I'm just different. But maybe I also went in and um, updated the like autocorrect settings so that if I type fuck i mean fuck wow we get it you're smarter than all of us ducking idiots so they're fixing it you better walk that fucking fuck you better fuck that walking fuck (laughs) (laughs) i would would you walk would you fuck a duck would you fuck your would you fuck would you fuck i do would you i do i do and i have and i do Okay, what else is coming? Any new emojis? I didn't look right past the headline of Apple will stop auto-correcting fuck to duck. I saw that they're also doing a VR set and it looked expensive. And um, Oh, I did see that it retails for $3,500. Are you serious? Jesus. I can just... You know what? There's, there are rich people that would pay that. So I can just I guess good for them. tape my iPhone to my face. Um, you, you, want, you want a virtual reality experience you be- open your eyes man you better look around man you're in one man you better duck that fucking duck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 you better yeah 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 knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling meeting new friends or just even to master a new skill 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, you you ready to talk about Drag Race yet? Sure. Okay, because I am. Unless you have any other topics to hot. No. Okay. No. Well, fresh out. Before we get to um, All-Stars 8, did you see Evie Oddly going off about Drag Race? Yes. I had thoughts. That was a while ago, wasn't it? Was it? May 30th. So, um, a week ago. Not that long. Okay. Uh... So um, they had a lot to say, and they said, uh, "Let me." I'm trying to to deduce which which of these tweets came first and in what order. Um, she started off by talking about All Stars Eight and said, "These queens are remarkable," and. Um, Everything about the show comes from the queens, the catchphrases, the memes, the drama, and yet the producers are often the greediest, most calculating capitalist culture thieves. They fuck with real people's lives, career opportunities, health. They drive themselves home in their luxury cars when their contestants are sleep-deprived, depressed, drastically underpaid for their contributions to the cultural phenomenon. They tell... Uh, themselves they're good people for showcasing queer content and creating opportunities for us while ignoring the irreparable damage they cause and creating a chokehold monopoly on how drag artists can succeed. Ask any drag king who's ever who's never been cast or trans contestants who were barred from being themselves until a few years ago. P.S. They took over a year to pay me my winnings because how conveniently kept forgetting they owed me $100,000. Let me be clear. I am thankful for Drag Race. That show changed my life long before I was ever a part of its fiber. But I'm hopeful for a future where queer artists have opportunities to flourish outside of a fake competition to make a few rich old gays richer. Oop. Well, she's right. She's right. I don't see any lies detected. Okay. And if they were holding out on $100,000, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> Anything else about that? No. Do you I, have thoughts? I didn't have many thoughts on it, no. Okay. Well, I felt like that was like um, <laughs> there was a conversation happening there of because uh, she's a winner, baby. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's like you went back, but you went back. You went back. I don't know. Yeah, Both can well, exist. You can be frustrated with the process and still feel like it's a good opportunity to to possibly win more money and feel very caught in the middle. So, yeah. And I've um, I I always think back to what Sasha Velour said about would she ever go back to, for an all winner season? She said, of course, because it's the, currently the biggest platform to showcase her drag and so why wouldn't she want to play the game to get her point of view out into the world so like i get it um it sucks but the only way that people can uh demand change is if like people with access and privilege and um i guess the platform to speak out about it do and i feel like this is like a almost like a burning of a bridge because evie oddly knows she's not ever going back to compete she's already kind of done her 
her what is it, what would you call that swan song is that a swan song to go back for all stars sure when all winners um so if anything this is only going to like uh hopefully um make it better for future queens that go on drag race i would like that or at least like expose them so that they can't repeat the same problems with other queens now we need to discuss all stars eight lots to say Lots to say. We just had Snatch Game of Love. Did you hate it? Did you love it? Were people good? Were, did people live up to it? I don't love Snatch Game of Love. I feel like it's... I don't know. I go back and forth. I feel like for some reason it seems like more queens struggle with having to have like an actual conver- like conversation answer versus just being able to like write a word or write a little phrase for Snatch Game. Um, I don't know. It just it never hits for me the same way. I appreciate it, and I I like seeing the characterization of them performing as other people or other characters. But I don't know. It it's it's not one of my favorite experiences. And I felt like, especially as we continue to exhaust um, talent in All Stars, since it's happening yearly. Uh, I think it makes it harder for people who aren't sort of good at that gig to do well during it. I did like uh, um, the guests for the episode, Las Culturistas. I thought they were fun and funny and they understood uh, drag race, which I hate that that the bar is so low for a guest judge for drag race. But what is with some guest judges like having nothing to contribute, nothing to say, nothing? It's like... (laughs) Why are you here? Because their publicist asked if they could be there. Yeah, well, I guess. I liked it. Just do like a set visit sometimes. No, I I thought thought the guests were wonderful. I thought at least half of the Snatch characters were done well. You say half? I I say half. Um, uh, The first group, we had Heidi as Blackbeard, Jessica as Iris Chacon. Kahana as Coco Montrese and James as Jennifer Coolidge. James's Jennifer Coolidge was the standout of the first group, of course. That um, first group was, yeah, James was above and beyond the winner. I thought I the thought, other three I, were pretty terrible. I thought Kahana as Coco Montrese could have been good. But um, if, if it were in the hands of somebody who felt confident in telling jokes, I don't think Kahana feels confident in telling jokes. And that's just that on that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just... That is where she's at. So with that in mind, I thought, okay, Coco Montrese is a good choice because at least it's like somebody she's extremely familiar with and can feel like she can access that. I thought Blackbeard was a good choice because it's one of those characters where like Mary Queen of Scots or, you know, the, you know, I'm trying to think of other like historical figures that we don't really know, but we know of um, that a queen can add their own personality or spin to. But do I think she did it well? Uh, it kind of flopped. Yeah, I think she came with one shtick, with, which was about a peg leg, and that was it. That was the only joke she had, and she exhausted it in the first two minutes. Yeah. Second crew, we had... Um, uh, Jimbo is Shirley Temple. Candy Muse. Alexis B. Arthur. Candy Muse. As a mob wife, I believe it was. Renee Graziano. And. Wives, which I don't know. Lala Ree as someone that I also didn't know. Sukiana from Love and Hip Hop Miami. I thought all four of them were pretty good. I uh, thought they were all fine. At least fine slash good. That's no? what I would. I thought Alexis and Jimbo were great. I thought the other two were there. It was like, I don't know. I It wasn't great. It wasn't. I thought it was fine. I didn't. I, I didn't Candy think I laughed. A, Candy picked a character where she could be herself. Lala picked a character. I don't know um, uh, Sukiyana, but I was getting a lot of uh, Lala reisms. And for Candy, I was getting a lot of Candyisms. I thought Alexis's B. Arthur was at least like um, witty and. Uh, rehearsed in a good way yeah like she was prepared it felt prepared she knew what she was going to deliver and i i could appreciate that i thought candy was pretty funny but like i don't know if it made me see more of what candy can do like it felt like uh, of course candy can do that like that is candy who 
she's giving us. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was like when <laughs> I felt like uh, I think it was her first season when Silky did T.S. Madison and she was playing Silky. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if you are a queen that you know um, RuPaul is going to laugh at you because RuPaul loves right. your point of view and sense of humor, maybe that is the best option is to pick somebody who you can just kind of default to who you are in your like tone and delivery and... But as a viewer, I, I would love to be surprised and like um, impressed in a new way every time I see you on the show. Jimbo with Shirley Temple was a top tier experience, and we are watching Jimbo's Drag Race. Yeah, that's I mean that on that. That's I mean that's what I kind of felt from the beginning of when they announced the cast. I was like, in what world is Jimbo not in the finale? If, as long as somebody doesn't try to vote her out. But I'm like, I think I think Rue and the producers learned after, was it UK versus the world or Canada versus the world? Canada versus the world. Whatever one Jimbo got voted out early because she was put in the bottom, I'm like, they'll be smart. They won't put her in the bottom at this point, especially, especially with the cast that's left. I just don't see that happening because they're too worried that she would be voted out, especially after winning three out of five challenges. The, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it, the writing feels on the wall in the same way, uh, it did with Sasha season or <laughs> Bob's season or Sasha Colby's season or, and, and to be honest, it feels like it's, um, you know, when, uh, Britney Spears had never won a VMA and oh, then God. they just like, and then they made a big deal that she's never won a VMA this and then gave her a whole bunch of VMAs for to a piece kind of, of me. Right. And so like it feels not that sh not that uh, Jimbo is not deserving of all of these accolades in this current season, but it feels like um they would like to give her a uh, winner's status that is overdue and now we have to like in uh, experience it when the writing was on the wall for the previous time she was on. Yeah. I don't like, know. And then with with Heidi quitting, I'm like who's the final 3? Jimbo, Candy, and... Alexis. I was going to... You think Alexis? Yes. I was going to say Jessica Wilde, maybe. I don't know. I just... Uh, Rue I really I'm likes Jessica. Disappointed. I'm a little disappointed in some of these queens' runways. They feel undercooked, underdeveloped. The 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 um, And this is c coming from me at home in sweatpants, so take that as you will. But... <laughs> This is an all-star season, so, like, I want to be, I want to feel like, holy shit, this is the best of the best. And maybe I just have too high of expectations, but for a, a category for the runway where it's um, reveal yourself and everyone's supposed to have reveals, bitch, tell me why some of these, James held up a coat. <laughs> Lala Ree had a, a, a sheet, a bed sheet of blue fabric. And th th there was a dress or there was a look underneath. Like some of these are really not meeting all stars level for me. <laughs> not to say I don't I don't like their drag and not to say I don't like what they delivered. But like it's just not meeting all stars level for me. Is it giving Jujubee on versus the world? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I mean, better than that. But it's just I don't know. Um, maybe they, maybe they didn't invest properly thinking, well, if I get home, go home first, I don't want to have wasted all my money. Um, they didn't know about the fame games. So like, I understand maybe rationing or I don't know thoughts on, um, okay. So Heidi has left the competition yeah, claiming mental health, um, which I support anything you need to do to take care of your mental health. You should do. Um, it did feel I, I mean, anytime somebody leaves, they're doing what they need to do for themselves. But as a Drag Race fan, it sucks like that that other queens have gone home earlier in the season and other queens didn't get cast because the spot was taken. And I know it's not anybody's responsibility to stay in just because they got cast in the first place. But I don't know. Like, I just don't uh, I just don't love it when any queen leaves yeah that, and it and it almost felt like she left it, it, and i say this as a heidi fan it almost felt like she left because she realized she got caught uh 
and, and didn't have votes to keep her on a week where she knew she was going to be in the bottom. You think? Well, it felt like as soon as she saw that she was being perceived as somebody to vote out based on social game, lining up with a week where she felt like she was probably going to be not at least not in the top. I think she I should know. have been in the bottom two with Kahana. So for so for me, it felt um, I uh, it felt. I fully respect the mental health perspective, but it felt like I don't want to be eliminated. Yeah. I don't want to be, I want to go out on my own terms. I did wonder that too. It was like, if she was truly, I mean, I think it was an untucked. A lot of them talked about how they thought the bottom two for sure should have been Heidi and Kahana. So it's like, was she worried that she had already told people during untucked that she didn't want to be there two weeks ago. She, that too. she was now looking a little dishonest because people were unsure who to believe in the, the drama between Heidi candy and Jimbo. So yeah, maybe she was like, well, I'm going to get voted out. I'd rather just go home now on my own terms. I just, I, I it, I was bummed because out of everyone who was there, who was really impressing me as far as growth goes from their previous season and, and quality of their drag. Yes, and looks especially. I thought Heidi has a huge chance to win fame games. She's lovable. Fans like her. She's a fan favorite. She was a Miss Congeniality. She had major upgrade in her visuals and in her concepts. I was like, she's really giving us a package of diverse looks not all the same silhouette not all the same wig like she was really giving us concepts and challenging what i think we knew of heidi so i thought she had a a huge chance to win the fame games but now that she left the competition on her own volition she can't participate in the in the fame games so like i feel like she shot herself in the foot on that well you i mean you can go over to her patreon and pay five dollars to see the rest of her looks (laughs) oh well, you know what? Good for her. She's she is diversifying her income, and that is what every queen should be doing. That's what everybody on the internet should be doing if they're if they're an internet creator. But I saw she tweeted for season twelve. She paid four thousand dollars for her looks, and then for season All Stars eight, she paid forty thousand dollars for her looks and canceled sixty thousand dollars worth of gigs. See, I just, I, yeah, it makes it tough. I mean, it's a tough position to be in to leave when you've done all that. And it's like a bummer summer for any of those designers too, who were hoping that their looks would get to be displayed to help generate business for them. I don't know. I was bummed. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, I respect all decisions made with mental health in mind. Like, you have to take care of yourself first, and you know your own limits, and you know what is bringing you peace or not peace. Or, But I, I... From an outside perspective, with no stake in the experience, as a fan of her and her drag, I just wonder, I hope she doesn't feel the regret that I think I would feel if I were in that situation with all of these factors involved. I would, that would be, that would feel shitty. I don't know that. I think that would suck. Um, But all experiences are lessons. Hopefully she gets what she needs to get out of the experience, I guess. As a fan of drag and as a fan of Drag Race and as a fan of Heidi, I was bummed. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, that was one of my final four picks. Like, I don't really, I don't, the the reasons to appreciate it all are dwindling. Darianne's gone. I was loving her. I was rooting for her. Heidi's gone. I was loving her. I was rooting for her. All right. All in yeah. on Jimbo. All, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you That's think it. about Jimbo about to set the record for most lip syncs lost? Good for her. It does not make sense to me. I, I have rattled my fucking brain. Is she in on the experience of losing lip syncs now? Is she creating a... Because she, if she, if she had just done what she did earlier in the episode, tap dancing as Shirley Temple, oh. she could have won. She could have won any <laughs> lip sync. And so like, you, we all know she has it in her to conceptualize a, a performance. Yeah. So like what's holding her back from incorporating that into the lip syncing component of Drag Race? I what s- is going on? I saw a, one of those Instagram grids that was like, 
uh, a grid of people who've lost the most lip syncs, and she's currently in second, but she was behind Trinity the Tuck, who's won a lot of lip syncs. So I was like, I was like, Ooh. that's interesting. I was like, she's Trinity's done it three times, and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm like, yeah, Jimbo has never won a lip sync. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like if she were to do one little stunt in any of the lip syncs, they would have given it to her. But she has she has kind of not done anything gag worthy. I'm sorry, I just so like I don't see what? her winning a lip sync against an assassin when they're bringing back incredible lip syncers like yes, Jasmine Kennedy, um, Pangina, like people who just eat it. Every time I'm like, she's not gonna win a lip sync against them. Yeah, and, and uh, luckily for her, none of these lip syncs matter for her to win. And maybe there's a world where she's losing, so she doesn't have to make enemies in in the show. Yeah, maybe, maybe, um, maybe she's losing lip syncs as a long form um, performance art piece where uh, she will have her lip sync redemption in the finale. Maybe I don't know what it is, but. Um, it is perplexing. <laughs> it is her Achilles heel, uh, and it's like it's her it Achilles bizarre. corked wedge, honey. <laughs> hey, but her Adam and Eve look was wonderful. Okay, incredible, iconic. She is iconic. What's yeah? Where can people find you? <laughs> You can find me every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash Tyler Oakley. It's Chaos Hump Day every Wednesday starting at 2 p.m. Pacific. It's community games and um, Amazon gift card giveaways. So come win games, come play, come win money, come play Get Silly with me. And yeah, where can people find you? You can find me on Discord coordinating a group <laughs> foot peel. <laughs> Corey's busy, busy, busy girl, busy girl. <laughs> All right, gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye.